Ryan, you said you're good at nailing things. Yeah, at thirty angle? degree angles. Only thirty degree angles. Thirty degrees. Up or down? Peak performance. Uh <laughs> I don't know. Call it, call it <laughs> Uh, down, down. Like mother, like son. Welcome to Just the Tip, a fantasy football podcast with your tippers, Matt. Dispatch. These are just our tips, so take them easy, take them hard. It's up to you. Right, the tagless Haynes. Most bizarre Haynes brief I've that, that there's ever been. And Matt, hi, or Regan. Yeah, I hear you. And I definitely would take the shot on it because he'd be dumb not to. Coming to you from the heart of New England, get ready to take some tips. And welcome in to Just a Tip, a fantasy football podcast. Boys, we are 72 days away from NFL kickoff. Whew. It's we got so much to do. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, we, we're saying I'm behind. Our chins are <laughs> just above water. So, but don't worry, guys. It's uh, the worst time of year. Hockey's over. NBA is over. Sorry, Regan. Uh, all we got to watch is baseball and golf. So, yep, we got nothing Yay. but time. Right, Ryan? <laughs> Those are two great sports. <laughs> To not, they, to not watch. They play their part. <laughs> we are recording on June 28th, 2022. Uh, we are your tippers, everything fantasy football and movies and TV. And some handyman stuff from Matt I.R. Regan. Regan, how you doing? Uh, you know, a little tired. Uh, body feels like it should be on the I.R. after sleeping on the floor for a little bit last night. <laughs> after my uh, three-year-old kicked me out of bed. Oh, she is so, a beast. So, I mean, I, I'm yeah, sure you well, went flying. I had the new baby in my spot, and then she took my spot and ju- the rest of my spot. And my wife's got her body pill that takes up, you know, 90% of the bed as usual. So, that was great. Where was the dog? Uh, the only one on the floor with me, laying right oh. next to me. It was nice. I didn't really lay. I just waited for the other kid to fall asleep so I could launch her back in her bed. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, we also give parenting advice, too. Ryan, how you doing, man? Did you have a good weekend? I'm doing good, man. Yeah, I had a good weekend. Uh, I did watch a little bit of golf. Uh, how are you guys feeling about this live golf situation? You hear anything about that? What are you talking Familiarize about? Familiarize yourself yeah. with that? Oh, uh, man. It's no, so much drama I, in the golf I know. World. I actually, it's intriguing. It's actually making me listen and read about this stuff. So, uh, hey, go get your money, man. People aren't liking that they got, they're not the monopoly anymore. So it's kind of funny. Exactly. It's so dramatic. You got like dirty money, and this, this, uh, new league has like teams, like golf mm-hmm. teams, and it's like almost like stock car racing. It's, it's interesting, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a different sport. That's for damn sure. And we just lost half our listeners because they think it's a golf podcast, not a fantasy football <laughs> podcast. You almost lost me, Ryan. So, uh oh, we can't do that. Can't afford that. Uh, so yeah, we are coming from you. Just some three best friends from New England used to play with each other. Oh, the football field that like is. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> stepped on my. Ah, uh, never mind. Edit that out later. Uh, so yeah, we're just going to give you our fantasy tips on the AFC South division tonight. So hopefully it's real quick. We'll get it, rip the bandaid off. Nice, <laughs> quick and painful at first, but might find some gems here. Uh, spoiler alert, probably won't. <laughs> uh, bit top heavy. Uh, so tip off question here, Ryan, what do we got? Yeah, so this uh, this comes from Jake's Fantasy Football. He posted this question on Twitter yesterday, and it had a number of responses, so I, I figured I'd piggyback off of that. Uh, he asked, who is your favorite trio in the NFL right now, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, or tight end? Or tight end. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Just three, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, or tight end. All right, I will go first so I don't have to 
think of another team. Uh, the Vikings go with Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, and Justin Ooh. Jefferson. Uh, you can have all three of those guys on your squad, and that'd be just fine. If you could get Dalvin Cook in the second, we'll see. <laughs> uh, Kirk Cousins late. I'm pretty high on the new offense that's going to be happening here. So, uh, yeah, that's my team. For I like it. What do you, what do you got, Reeks? What do you think? Oh, I don't know what you were going to go with, Ryan. I got two of them. Uh, you know, I was leaning towards the little Bengals action, but I'm going to lean mm. towards the Rams. Mm. And I'm literally just going to say my boy Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and K-Makers, if he's, if he's up to it. If he's up to the challenge, he could be absolutely deadly going into this league, this season. I, I was going to say that. Robert Woods, but he's love gone. So. He is <laughs> good. <laughs> I was surprised because there were there weren't I mean Cooper Cup over Robert Woods for sure. Uh but <laughs> the I was surprised because the Rams didn't come up a lot in the thread. So the Bengals came up a lot. Uh Burrow, Mix, and Chase. Yeah. Uh, my my favorite this year, actually, which also wasn't brought up a whole heck of a lot. How about them Buccaneers? Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans. Love it for this season. Mm-hmm. Old reliable. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my that's my favorite trio right now. That was my second choice, but yeah, that's uh that's a good one. Do you guys ever have three players on your squad at the same time? From the same team, rather? Yes. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, I, I mean I won with Matt Ryan, Roddy White, and Tony Gonzalez. So it it can work. I did win this year with Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Higby, but I wouldn't count I Higby as much. Just about to say, I I was just about to say that trio. I'm like, I think yeah. I had Stafford, Cup, and and Higby at one point in one of my leagues last year. Oh, we're missing right. the running back, so I don't know. Maybe you said that, or tight end, wide receiver or tight end. You got to have your running back. So oh, zip it. I don't know. <laughs> I Cooper Cup ran the ball twice. <laughs> <laughs> he could he could do it all. Uh all right. Well, with that, if you could, if you haven't tuned out already, Apple Podcasts, if you could leave a review, be much appreciated. And Spotify as well. You can do that too. We're also on Google and Amazon Podcasts. Download the episodes, share our tips with your friends and family. You can watch us on YouTube, just a tip, a fantasy football podcast. Check out the ticker. Sometimes some overlays. Ryan, I have not read the ticker, but I'm sure it's hilarious. Thanks for setting that it's up. Pretty, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. Read it now. <laughs> you want to give a commentary to it, Regan? No, I just I want to cry for the Saints fans. Oh, <laughs> that's mean. You can also check us out on Twitter, just a tip FFP, and Instagram and Facebook as well. TikTok. Setting up some nice reels over there on Instagram. Check it out if you like Top Gun. Cool. This week was awesome. And that took me like two weeks to splice together. So uh, it check was, it out. Give it a like. It worth it. Be much appreciated. Uh, and with that, we will get into Haynes' briefs. Sweet sassy molassy. Ryan, is there any news worth a note? Yeah, we got we got a few bits here, but first I'll say that uh, Cooper Cup cannot do it all, and I had fifty dollars that that said otherwise. So <laughs> he, he missed Matt Stafford by about eight yards in the Super Bowl there with that pass that he threw to him. Uh, mm. Still, still kind of haunts me. But uh, yeah, so the little bit of news coming out of the NFL this week: Alvin Kamara, Reeks just touched on it, uh, facing up to a six-game suspension. Mark Ingram at this point is lining up to be the week one starter. He just is the, <laughs> the guy who never seems to go away. Um, Regan, do you want to do you want to elaborate a little bit further on how you feel about this? Uh, can we do a fart noise at all or anything? Not- <laughs> oh, oh, we can. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to cue up something else, but yeah, this is absolutely horrid. I'm literally in a dynasty draft right now, and I know the guy shooting himself in the foot that took him in the second round. Uh, that's rough. Um, six games is a lot. Already on a team, this team. You also we also don't know what they're going to look like going into this year. You got Jameis Winston back at the helm. Michael Black Thomas is going to play. 
pull what up? I was kidding. They're gonna anyway. look like black and gold. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go. Yeah, they're gonna be black and blue. Um, <laughs> Michael Thomas. We don't know if he's gonna play. Jarvis Landry. Can he even do anything? And then uh, it's just gross situation. Wait, was that a punchy joke from for Kamara? That was great. Wow, that was intentional. <laughs> unintentional, but I like it. <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, I have him on one squad that I inherited, but luckily they had Ingram on their uh, bench just in case, and I picked up Tony Jones as well just to make Lucky sure. Try to lock up that running back room. See what happens. What's the next there- round? Oh, I'm sorry. That, that must not feel that must not feel too good in the uh, in the old belly thinking about starting Mark Ingram week one as your your running back. But uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Uh, the other bit of news: the NFL is expected to push for a one year suspension of Deshaun Watson. So hearing started today, it's going to extend into tomorrow, and it's probably going to extend a little bit further than that. Uh, the NFLPA is is pushing for. As little as no suspension. Um, so, where do you, where do you think this ends up? Uh, where do you think the outcome ends up, Mac? Uh, I don't know. It's a sticky situation, so I really don't want to get my hands on it. But yeah, the uh, the ginger hammer is like trying to lay down the law, huh? Oh, I uh, Roger Goodell always. would probably take two seasons away from him if he could. Uh, but yeah, the NFLPA is talking about uh, Robert Kraft not getting in trouble, so it's not fair to Deshaun Watson. So it it's gonna get messy. Better get some towels ready. <laughs> yeah, Robert Kraft had one, and he had <laughs> all of them. Twenty five. It, it was most likely Please. consensual with. Robert Kraft. But anyway, enough of that. <laughs> yep, let's move on. Yeah, should, yeah not good. Uh, so the last bit of news here, because I want to speed it up a little bit. Uh, just an interesting note from the week. Sleeper has taken off the running back eligibility for Corderell Patterson and has come out and said that Debo Samuel will not have that running back designation. This is, this is, uh, this is a bit impactful for fantasy. I mean, Corderell mm-hmm. Patterson was a very good running back too last year for a lot of people. And uh Debo, obviously, if you could throw him into a, an RB position, that would be ideal. But Reeks, what are you what are you thinking about this? Yeah, that's rough. It, it definitely changes how some people probably thought they were going to go into their drafts. Um, having a little bit of a pliability per se, a little Tom Brady action right there. Um <laughs> To their roster, and you know it's kind of rough, but at the same time, I don't really think you know they get paid to be in a position. Just like the what was it, Travis Kelsey wanted to be paid as a wide receiver, but he's a tight end. It's just it's just how it works out. It, you you should have one tag. You get you move somewhere else. That's what you are. It's it's tough to be jumping around like that, especially with uh, fantasy. It's already confusing as it is. Points sometimes don't add up. Whatever, whatever it may be. I just keep it keep it simple, keep it sweet. So I'm fine with this. Mac, you keeping it simple and sweet, or do you like the uh, the versatility of this? Uh, I like the advantage that you would have of being able to put them in whatever spot you needed according mm-hmm. to your bye week uh, needs. But uh, I get it. They explained on their Twitter. I'll retweet it. Just a tip. FFP. Check it out. It's basically saying they're trying to uh, relay what reality football is to fantasy football. So if they're not assigned that position, they're really not going to do that. But Cordell Patterson ran out of the backfield a lot. And I I don't know. I didn't have him on my team, so I didn't see if they switched it. But during the season, they'll probably switch if Debo's used as a running back again. They might make him eligible again. So. Doesn't affect my ADP with him, but for Cordell Patterson to go down a round or two. Yeah, I, I would probably say so. Okay. I mean, yeah, I haven't I, I I haven't thought about it all that much to be honest with you. I mean, the production's still going to be there, but uh, yeah, I'd have to look into to how he would compare to other wide receiver three or or four options. 
I'm trying to see if it was updated at all, but yeah, I think it, I think it knocks him down around. I'd say that's fair. All right. Enough talk about corner Patterson. Let's move this along. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, So yeah, like we said at the top, we are going to break down the AFC South division. And remember we are not paid fantasy analysis experts wow start that (laughs) clear your throat don't forget about the hurt locker yeah what i just read that on the doc i was a little confused by you jumping over that she okay (laughs) i didn't really want to bring down the mood but she's in the hospital right now oh come on man is she okay ah ah Ah. Ah. Regan, is there anybody hurt currently in the NFL? Nowhere else in life that we care about. Just the NFL. Jeez, dude. Uh, not that I know of. A couple holdouts of uh, OTAs and whatnot, but nothing uh, to uh, be worried about just yet. Yeah, it seems like everybody that I'm reading is in the best shape of the life, and they never looks Always. better. So, looking for yeah. trades, apparently. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Do we? We didn't touch on the one big news today, Ryan. Terry McLaurin being signed. Oh yeah, I forgot extension. to add that. I it's did put it the, in the. It's it's in the ticker, but <laughs> it's in the, it's in I the was ticker. just reading it. <laughs> so yeah, three years deal, seventy two million. What was it? Uh, something along Three those years. lines. Let me look it up real quick. But yeah, he's, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. I was really looking forward to him, uh, going to like green Bay or something. <laughs> hey, still could happen. Oh, <laughs> signing, signing trade. Like it's the NBA. Uh, while we are looking that up, we will get into the AFC South. I do not have a job for that. Yeah, I know. I know. Let's make it make it real quick for you, Regan. Uh, so, <laughs> we'll start off with the the stellar Jacksonville Jaguars, three of fourteen last year, fourth in the AFC South. Shocker. Uh, key additions: Christian Kirk at wide receiver with Zay Jones wide receiver paid them the money to get down there, and then Evan Ingram at tight end. Hmm. Interesting. Uh. We're going to use Fantasy Pros ADP. Uh, it's a great site. Go check that out. They do all the work, so we don't have to. Not as much, anyway. Um, but, yeah. the f- Who wants to lead off first? Me? You? Me? Take him? it. Take him, it. Me? You? Him? I really want to hear about the guy you got to talk about because I drafted right. him in my fantasy league way too early. Well, what's too early for you? Uh, fourth round? Hmm. All right. Well, that's not too bad. Uh, Travis Etienne, running back. The running back. Last pick of the uh, fourth, by the way. Last pick of the fourth? Oh, that's fine. Where is it? Running back. The running back, y'all. So, yeah, we all know the story. His rookie year was cut short, uh, shut down after he suffered a Liz Frank injury. Uh, which is uh, the arch of his foot. Uh, the carnage got ripped off the bone, something like that. Anyway, uh, had to get surgery, so they shut him down in the uh, first game of the preseason. I don't know. Yep. It's against the Saints. doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he is fully healthy right now. You can check it out on Twitter. I tweeted out his video of him working out. He looks good, man. Uh, all the injury experts are saying that if he hasn't fully recovered, he would not be moving this way uh, at full speed. So all my worries, all my caution, I'm, I'm done with it. Uh, I'm definitely looking to get ETN at his current ADP right now, which is at 48th overall. So right where you took him, Regan, end of the fourth round. Nice. Uh, it's not bad. 23rd running back off the board. I think he's going to be better than the 23rd running back. Um, we'll see, though. If you want to read more on his uh, injury, 
outlook uh black and carlos sanchez has a column on it uh pretty good read there uh it'll take you five minutes to read it not a big deal took me like seven but uh, <laughs> besides the point <laughs> so i'm hoping that his adp won't climb too much higher so that you all sleep on him and then you go ahead with uh ezekiel elliott or ryan jk Dobbins or travis Etienne. who are you taking Ooh, right now, I think uh, ETN, at, to be honest with you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Easy choice. Why is, why is that? Dobbins having I'm, split carries, the running quarterback. What's your – I? It's got to be the running quarterback, splitting carries. Like, at the end, volume is everything. We talked about this, and, he's, and we don't know when James Robinson's coming back. We don't know when he's going to be healthy. ETN is so versatile. I'm excited about this, dude. I'm on the train. I am on the train. That's good. <laughs> And uh, caveat, J.K. Dobbins was a full go. That's what I would say. You could draft oh, him with that. No, no, no. We'll see. I'm oh. saying. In that oh, hypothetical like, question. <laughs> I, can, say, I heard different. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Just wanted to clarify. Yeah, so he cool. might He might start on the pup list. Is that what I was reading? That wasn't yes. an injury report. And, and Gus could, could possibly, but they also bo- both could possibly be 100% go. So that's uh, Baltimore for you. Yeah, I don't trust them almost as much as I don't trust San Fran. But anyway, hmm. uh, Etienne, he's definitely going to be getting the work out of the backfield. They got athletic linemen for the screen plays. That's Peterson style and uh, press uh, Taylor, their offensive coordinator, Zach Taylor's younger brother. Uh, if you look at so we don't have a rookie season to go off his stats. So look at his last two seasons with uh, Clemson. He had 37 receptions and 48 receptions. And look at that he doesn't have much competition in the backfield like James Robinson. He looks like he might be starting on a pup list or at least missing the first month. I love ETN as my running back, too. I'm going to go running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, and then take ETN and uh, take that upside. Thoughts on ETN, guys? What if he's my first running back? <laughs> That's not good. It's not a bad thing. I don't. Th- I, if you go all right, so if you go zero running back, right for the mm-hmm. first three rounds, and at the ends you're running back one in round four. I don't think that's a bad thing. If you can, if you can come around and sneak like Josh Jacobs in the fifth somehow, I think that would be. Uh, huh. I think that would be really good, good uh, value for sure. It's yeah, like Josh you were Jacobs looking at his sixth. draft board. <laughs> Got him in the sixth. <laughs> Oh, you guys know how much I love Josh Jacobs, and in the sixth round of a super flex, that's a steal. Yeah, mm. Cam Akers and Josh Jacobs in the sixth. I, I obviously and it's and it's dynasty, and yeah, they're young. It's good. I like it. I'm feeling it. Getting a little blush Oof. over here and getting all excited. Uh oh. Yeah, I'm getting right, nervous. Well. I threw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> oh, gross. Speaking of throwing up in my mouth, have you seen this next guy's contract? <laughs> uh, I don't know why that make you throw up. That. Because he destroyed the wide receiver market for the entire NFL offseason and for the future. Christian Kirk, after his best season ever, hit like a thousand yards, and that was about it like thousand three <laughs> or something stupid like that. Got paid $84 million, the third highest paid. Take ass. That's what he yeah. does. That's literally what he did. So 80, $84 million, like I said. And he is the third highest paid wide receiver per year in the NFL. Mm. This is for, in my my eyes, at best wide receiver a wide receiver too. Um, on, the low end. on the low yeah. end. Well, you know, I, I have him as a wide receiver three, and oh, okay. I think he can go to a wide receiver two, and that's where I'm pretty much going to be drafting drafting him as. You know, they they paid so much money for him; they are going to use him as such. That being said, he's new to the system. Uh, uh, Lawrence got off to a somewhat of a slow start last year, so I'm waiting to see what he really can do this year. Uh, I'm I'm not holding anything against him. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see the Jags this year. I think their offense is uh, a little bit different. You know, obviously a couple coaches coach changes will definitely help. But uh, when it comes to Christian Kirk, I don't want everyone to be like, "Oh my God, he's getting paid like a number one." Let's go get him. He could be my, you know, 
number one, number two wide receiver of the day uh, at your draft? Absolutely not. If you are able to get him as a wide receiver three price, he's going at uh, wide receiver 47, uh, 110 off the board. So was that like eighth round, something like that, uh, seventh round. So, you know, if I can get him late, I'm going for it. My wide receiver, If I can get him as a wide receiver three, four, I'm, I'm definitely doing it. I'm looking at the upside there, but that's it. Mac, I don't like that. Uh, that I'm trying case. to find him. No, I'm trying to find him on the list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 43, yeah, 109. 47. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, looking at if you try, else. If you're trying to load up on running backs, if you're taking that approach, Christian Kirk as a wide receiver three would be really good value. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, as a, I'd rather have him as a wide receiver four, but it all depends on your strategy. So if I'm going – I'm trying to get that depth. That running back, I got three, four backs. I think he's a guy that you could throw into your flex or your third wide receiver spot and be pretty happy with that. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this offense pans out. There's a lot of new weapons and 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 it's basically a brand new offense. Even with Etienne, I know he's been he was with the team last year, but coming off that injury, so new coach, new players. We have no idea what this offense is going to look like. That's that's the problem. You said it right though, um, as in. You know, if you got running back heavy, you could go for him a little bit earlier, make him your wide receiver three, and so on. So I like what you uh, what you're talking about, Mac. Anything else to add on this uh, guy that destroyed the wide receiver market? Uh, not really him. Just how the offense is going to look like. Uh, expect tight ends to be involved and uh, passes out of the backfield to ETN the wide receivers. So hopefully, DOC Press Taylor learned from his lessons with Chip Kelly and. Uh, then with Doug Peterson in Philadelphia, and they all got fired. So they, they didn't like his play calling, and the wide receivers didn't really work out there in Philly. So hopefully, hopefully it works. Luckily, they go against the Texans twice a year. So <laughs> who wins? Actually, I don't know. Let's <laughs> uh, split it. Ryan, who do you got? All right. So I have another newcomer, uh, Evan Ingram. And I don't really know. This is the same thing. Like, I don't know what to make of this guy this year. Uh, so 2018, 2019, battles a couple of injuries, doesn't play in too many games. Last two years, stays healthy, plays in 31 games across those two years, but still not putting up uh, really any kind of fantasy viable numbers. Last year, 46 receptions, 400 yards, three touchdowns. So hard to tell whether or not that was a product of the – the coaching of the quarterback of the offense is it is it Evan Ingram it's so hard to sort out uh the concern that I have this year with the Jaguars is Dan Arnold who had a decent rapport with Trevor Lawrence last year is returning so I'm afraid that uh he's going to take a lot of targets away from Evan Ingram much like Kyle Rudolph did last year with the Giants uh I get why you would want to to take Ingram in, in this draft I get like what you're saying, Mac, the tight end should be used a little bit more, uh, especially with Doug Peterson. I mean, he loved that like Ertz-Goddard combo. I'm I'm a little concerned about Ingram. I just think there's better guys that you could target later in the draft that have a better shot of being a tight end one. And those guys are Robert Tanyan, who's going to be heavily targeted this year, and obviously a huge red zone threat uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Gerald Everett with the Chargers. You have the quarterback, uh, great quarterback situation there with Justin Herbert. And then Tyler Higby with Matt Stafford. So you have better quarterback situations, uh, more established teams, better teams. My, I also have one other sleeper who I think is a better value too, and that's Hayden Hurst at 190 with the Bengals. So I'm staying away from Evan Ingram, but if you're going to draft him in one of the later rounds, 12th, 13th, 14th round, I'm, I'm okay with that too. If you guys let me wait that long to draft a tight end, do not let me get on the show ever again. <laughs> I'm okay if you get a stream or you take a backup tight end. That's all right. At that ADP, whatever, it's a dart throw. But yeah, you're, I don't think he's going to get higher than tight end 15. I'm not excited. No. You're just going to get a couple of weeks out of them. That's it. So streamer for me, I wouldn't even bother drafting them. Like you said, Tunyon doesn't have to compete with anybody except Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes Lewis, who is 
seventeenth season. <laughs> Longest the <laughs> uh, the last guy from the two thousand six draft. So or Gerald Everett, like you said, much rather take one of those guys. Mm. Robert Tynion's coming off, and we'll talk about him when, the, when we do the North. But I mean, mm-hmm. 2020 tight end three. Last year hurt. We don't know what this this year is going to bring. So he's a really good value at where his ADP is right now. Rogers needs a red zone target. So yeah, like you said, we'll get into that later. Regan, any, anything else on that? I know you love your nope, tight ends. Don't draft him. Don't draft him. Don't draft him. <laughs> All right. Simple enough. A lot so of these are going to be like that. There's really not too much commentary about some of these players. So there's like two players from this team that we could draft, ETN and Trevor Lawrence. Maybe. Kirk? <laughs> no, Christian Kirk. I wouldn't even draft Trevor Lawrence. To be I wouldn't even draft quarterback Trevor leagues. Lawrence. Yeah, Captain Kirk, well, maybe. I have a lot of two quarterback leagues. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're in that mode. Though. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next team, Houston Texans, 4-13. Look at that. So much better. Third in the AFC <laughs> South. Uh, some key fancy additions. The rookies, John Mechie, the III. Oh, the third. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, they picked him in the yeah. second round, but he's still dealing with some nagging injuries. So I was going to talk about him, but he's going to be a late dart throw. Uh, Damian Pierce, uh, running back, round four. That they took, and then Marlon Mack, their veteran running back. What do we know about the Texans guys? They love their veteran running backs. So look for Marlon Mack to get the workload. Uh, they're gonna roll him out this year, and then he's gonna roll right into your lineups. Just as bye week filler. That's it. You're not. Oh, you're so. not looking for him to be on uh, your top five. Get a stream. Old Rex Burkhead. Don't like him. Yeah, Rex Burkhead won't last the season, so I'd rather take my chances with Marlon Mack with like my double-digit rounds, take a shot on him. So he has been a running back too, the low-end side of it. He had nine touchdowns and eight touchdowns in 2018 and 2019. So he can be a 1,000-yard rusher too, and we have seen his average over four yards per carry. Uh, so I'm totally all right. Drafting him, your shot at 161 overall. So after the 12th round, it really doesn't matter. You're not going to go breaking it down and like who has the most opportunity is what you're looking for, the most volume, not looking at stats and everything. So know the tendencies. Lovey Smith is a coach now at the Houston Texans. <laughs> Excuse me. It's a bridge year. They're just going to go with the vet. If he gets 15 carries, rolls into the end zone, 50 yards, you'll be happy with that as a bi-week filler. So, yeah, if you want to hold on to him after the 12th round, that's fine, or pick him up off of waivers. The biggest risk come draft time in the 12th round is making sure that you are not so drunk where you can actually pick a guy who is rostered on an NFL team. I've seen it happen. <laughs> or not already Many out times for the year. Yeah, yeah. So I can't believe he fell this far. That's because he's out for the season. <laughs> because should we remove those stickers? Just say. Just kidding. No. Don't Ooh. do it. That's Don't a good poll right there. Mm, no, we're not that friendly. <laughs> Regan, who do you got? I have, you know, Mr. Old, Old Reliable, Brandon mm. Cooks, fellas. Now, Mac was really high on him last year, and I think he really sold it to me and Ryan. Um, I know I tried stealing him from Mac in a couple leagues because of Mac's uh, positivity on him. And honestly, it was a great call. Um, guys, the past six years, he has not finished out of top 20 wide receiver at PPR. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely amazing. Now, he's just making it or whatever, and it's like really close, but. He's on the Texans right now. He's been on like 12 teams that I can count on one finger, you know, one hand. <laughs> you really? <laughs> it was a joke. How is Anyways, that possible? Because I exaggerated 12, exaggerated how many I know, I got it's you. It's cool. Anyways, um, in the last four games last year with Davis Mills at the helm, uh, he was playing like a wide receiver 10 uh, on the season. 
and I am ecstatic about that because you are drafting him in the sixth or seventh round, wide receiver 37. Uh, that's probably about the 83rd pick overall, and that is great value. You're getting a wide receiver two at pretty much a wide receiver three value. Um, you know, obviously, if wide receivers, like if I'm drafting, he's definitely wide receiver three in this draft. Uh, but anyways, I'm going to grab him. He's 28 years old, yes, but he just signed another two-year extension to his deal. He is not slowing down anytime soon, especially in redraft. I'm going um, heavy on him, and if I can get him as a wide, my wide receiver three, I'm so happy. Uh, you you know, let's wait until the season starts rolling, but he might uh, move up the board. I'm, I'm picturing this guy moving up the board. He's already at wide receiver 37, so um, – He's probably going to be a wide receiver too, draft wise. Are you guys drafting him in the sixth round, or do you think he's going to move up? Mac, I'll, I'll throw it to you because you were so high on him last year. I wanted I wanted to look up his ADP of last year. I, I zoned that out, um, but it was pretty late. It was like set. It was like eighth or ninth round last year. Yeah, it almost got to double digits, but um, yeah, it's because they're quarterback room was Tyrod Taylor and Mills, so Gross. not much confidence in that. Yeah, like you said, old reliable as your wide receiver three, get consistent points. I like it. Just right now as ADP, you got got more intriguing names. Michael Thomas, if he's able to go at the beginning of the season, he'll probably bump up ahead of him. So I got Brandon, Brandon Cooks, Cooks above him. down. You got him above him? All right. Yep. I'm just saying, guys in the ballpark. I'm not. Yeah, no, not that's a great specific. name right there, though. Or Gabriel Davis. Do you want to take the one on a crappy offense, or do you want to take the two? Use the two, the three. Gabriel Davis on one of the best offenses in the league, or do you want to take a shot at Allen Robinson with the Rams? Eesh. I don't know. I want, I want Brandon Cooks in all these scenarios. <laughs> okay, yes, I would agree with that. I think I would besides the Gabriel Davis one, Davis one. I think I'm the only high one on Gabriel Davis. So I'm definitely high on him, but I uh he he his floor is definitely there though. <laughs> Just saying. His yeah, ceiling's real high, but it's not like it's gonna lose you the season. Just kidding. <laughs> it might. <laughs> uh okay. these these picks are important right there in those middle rounds. So watch out. Uh Brandon Cooks, Ryan, you gonna steal him from me too? <laughs> Yeah, I guess T.Y. Hilton didn't outperform Brandon Cooks last year, as I predicted at the beginning of last season. So mm, we was, no. I was brand new to the game at that point. Now I know better. Brandon Cooks is Mr. Consistent. I mean, this guy, if you could take him any time past round six, I think you're, you're sitting in a really good spot, like Reeks is saying. why? If you can have him as a wide receiver three, and he's going to put up wide receiver two numbers, uh, and you, you almost can guarantee that, perfect. Grab him. He's always a great value. Um, and he's also a good trade chip and you never draft guys to think about like trading them in the future. At least I don't, but he's a guy that like when teams are kind of grasping at consistency week, six, week, seven, week, eight, cause they have a number of injuries or inconsistent performers. They're going to look at guys like Brandon cooks and you, you can get a decent haul for him. What's his value in dynasty right now? I could tell you where he went. <laughs> Yeah, let us know. Uh, I'm saying, I'm saying, like trading for him right now, because if you need that consistent flex play, I don't know. Is he worth a second? If he's a, if you are a contender, you and you know you're going to have a late 23 first pick, you you could trade that pick. Mm -hmm. If you only 11.6. 11.6. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Like you said, he's 28, but I mean, like Robert Woods is 30. So and people are wanting second round picks for Robert Woods. No, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I would say <laughs> this, Mac. I'm, I'm going to go back to that dynasty question. I would probably say that he's a, he's a second round pick in 23 and then probably an additional player. Hmm. Right on. Uh, what, uh, what, do you, what do you got? Are we even wasting Ooh. our time with this guy? Come on. Yeah, let me just touch on him real quick. Uh, Davis Mills, ADP, quarterback 29. Uh, that's where he finished last year. And the biggest thing I want to focus on here is be, is that you're not going to draft Davis Mills. That's that's going to be out of the question. But you might be able to, to stream him. 
In his first five games last year uh, as a rookie, faced some pretty stiff competition, 912 yards, five touchdowns, seven picks. Last five games, 1,258 yards, nine touchdowns, two picks. If he puts up those numbers that mm. that he did and averages averages out what he did in those last five games, he could be a regular starting quarterback in your lineup. He could be a quarterback one. Those are quarterback one type numbers. So just really keep an eye on Davis Mills and see how he's doing. If he comes out of the gates hot week one, he might be worth picking up and stashing on your lineup. Agreed. I like it, especially against the Patriots. Ugh. Oh my God. Don't bring that up. He lit him up. Sad. It was sad. He sure, he sure did. A lot. <laughs> also another Are guy you worried? <laughs> Are you worried that like he really doesn't have much weapons though, as we just went through <laughs> the team? So uh I'm a bit worried about it. I mean, those last five games last year, the only person that he had was Brandon Cooks. It's a very similar situation. It's a it's definitely Nico a concern. Collins. Yeah. Yeah, Brevin Jordan, uh, John Mechie, if he ends up coming back. I know he's got some ACL uh, issues, but yeah, hope yeah. so. We'll see. All right. Wasted too much time on the Texans. Next oh, team, <laughs> Indianapolis Colts, nine and eight. They choked at the end of the season. Uh, second of the AFC South. Uh, so they got some rookies, Alec Pierce, wide receiver, and then they traded for Matt Ryan. And running back Philip Lindsay, who broke this? Come on, relevant <laughs> fantasy players, please. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, he'll be a great handcuff for you. Michael Pittman, though, the wide receiver, his ADP is currently at 45 overall, 45th overall. I gotta be honest, though, guys, I think that's gonna drop at least another round. Uh, because when you're looking at him during your mock drafts, you got guys like Metcalf, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, who just got signed, and DJ Moore. And then J.K. Dobbins and Brees Hall, if you want to look at the running backs. I, I think people are going to take those names, the name recognition. Michael Pittman, he's not a sexy name. Sexy guy, but I mean, he's a stud. <laughs> but. It's just not somebody that you're thinking it's going to carry my team. But he did finish as the wide receiver 17 last year, and that's what he's currently ranked right now. So the one thing I do like about this guy on this team is he really doesn't have much of a competition in the passing game. So Matt Ryan as a new quarterback, he's got to have a go-to guy, and reports are that uh, him and Pittman are doing well together. Apparently, Matt Ryan's never looked better, according to Frank Wright. So, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I think anything's better than Carson Wentz, though. So, if Pittman can get 129 targets, but only 88 receptions last year, I'm hoping those receptions will be uh, up higher with a more accurate thrower and Matt Ryan behind a better offensive line than what, he's, than what Matt Ryan was last year. Um. But yeah, Pittman will be his most reliable target, so look for him to target him more. I, I don't know. Are you guys going to take the chance on him over any of those other receivers I said? Oof. Metcalf, McLaurin, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson. I think he's ranking last, even though he's smack dab in the middle of those. Um, Go ahead, Reeks. I'll let you answer guys. that. Yeah, I, honestly, I think Mac just said it. out of those four guys, I think I have him as last. I definitely like Deontay Johnson more. DK Metcalf, obviously, if like um, Baker Mayfield goes to Seattle or something like that, I'd feel even better about that. McLaurin just signed. DJ Moore, uh, I might have him in front of DJ Moore, but not by much, mm. if at all. Hmm. I think I differ from you guys here. Uh, well, here, here here's wrong. my here's my cop statistically from Michael Pittman, Brandon Cooks. Uh, I mean, he yeah. he seems like a guy that's going to be a top twenty receiver, uh, <sighs> just based off of opportunity and having some decent quarterback play. I mean, eighty eight receptions with Carson Wentz last year is pretty impressive, and I and when you look at some of these other guys in their situations, DK Metcalf. He's got Drew Locke throwing him the ball. Terry McLaurin, he's got Carson Wentz throwing him the ball. 
DJ Moore, he's got who knows throwing him the ball. Sam Darnold or Golden Cam Corral, Newton. Cam Newton. <laughs> I mean, and Deontay Johnson's the only guy that I think I would consider maybe over over uh, Michael Pittman, but I think he's the number one target. He doesn't have a lot of, like you mm. said, Mac. He doesn't have a lot of competition. He has a good quarterback, a good running game, a good O line. Like all of the components are there. The only thing I worry about is that he doesn't have a number, a solid number two to pull some of that attention off mm-hmm. of him. Hasn't affected Brandon Cooks though. Might not affect Michael Pittman. Damn it, he sold me. The number two is Jonathan Taylor pulling in that defense so he yes. can get open. So that's what I'm hoping for. But, yeah, I'm actually thinking if Drew Lockstone Metcalf the ball, uh, I think I'd rather go with a consistent play. It's just the fourth round. Yes, Brandon Cooks, but you're paying a higher price for him. Uh, but higher upside. So get what you paid for. All very, right, very true. Regan, yeah, you you got you got me sold, Ryan, and uh, I think this uh, me talking about the next guy is probably going to help you your uh, whole battle, anyways. But that's uh, that's Matty Ice, uh, Matt Ryan uh, rank. I have Matt QB twenty five, so ADP one seventy one. Who cares about that right now? Anyways, uh, he's going very late. Um, this is a very tough one for me, just because I love Matty Ice. Uh, but I'm also really excited at what he could possibly do. So two years ago, guys, he was QB5 with Calvin Ridley. Last year, not so much. Not so much QB5, not so much <laughs> Calvin Ridley, <laughs> needless to say. Uh, uh, Pro Fantasy Focus ranked Atlanta's uh, line second to last last year. He was getting absolutely pummeled behind the line, uh, being rushed absurdly. That being said, he's still ranked 22nd in pass. Uh, passing in a clean po- pocket, second. Oh, I'm sorry, twelfth passing in a clean pocket, mm-hmm. second in short throws, and ninth over uh, on early downs. So he still did absolutely what you would expect Matt Ryan to do, even being pressured. So I, I love this. He's obviously going to the Colts that have uh, a stellar line compared to Atlanta. Well, pretty much everyone does, but either way, <laughs> uh, we saw what Jonathan Taylor does behind there. So I'm so pumped about that. And also the Colts offense um, definitely involves more screen plays and more pass uh, play action plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to get the pressure out of Matt, Matty uh, Ice's face. Let him, uh, you know, air it out to Pittman or, you know, Jonathan Taylor. Give him some more time. Uh, I think this is going to help out Matt Ryan so much. And that's probably why he's looking so much better. He probably feels so much more comfortable not having these pass rushers meet him Right when he snaps the ball, it's got to be an amazing feeling for him. So he's going to a team that pretty much seemed like all they needed was a QB. They, you know, they tried to do it with Carson Wentz, and it just didn't work out. I think they have a very smart move right here, grabbing Matt Ryan. Uh, maybe, maybe you know, a Peyton Manning situation. You know, he comes in and gets this team, uh, gets this team pretty far. I could definitely see that. Definitely see this team getting pretty far, especially midseason if they grab somebody else. That will only help Matt Ryan even more. So um, he's being ranked as a QB2 or whatever. He is going to definitely be a QB2, but he will definitely have splashes of QB1 throughout the season. Uh, I'm really excited about this guy, and I am definitely going to take him as my second QB where I could possibly throw him in more than my starter. And then I would love this guy as my QB2 in a 2QB league. Um, obviously I'll be getting a backup just in case it doesn't, uh, work out, but I don't see this not working out for him. Um, you're not going to go from, uh, such a shitty team last year to go to such an upgrade and not do okay, not do something with it. It's, it's Matt Ryan we're talking about here. Yes, he's old, but the guy's still, uh, an MVP caliber player. Well, you know, hall of fame player. Boys, what do you think? I was gonna say MVP is a bit strong, but yeah, I didn't mean MVP. Uh, definitely, I, I know, I know, I got you. Uh, yeah, I. Pistol. No, sorry, there. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, streamer quarterback. I don't really take backup QBs when I'm drafting anyway, but yeah, keep an eye on them. I'll tell yeah, you what, you can only go up. <laughs> I think I think with all these all this movement this offseason, the, the the best moves of the offseason came from the Colts where they traded Carson Wentz for a second round pick and then 
flipped a third round pick for Matt Ryan. So they upgraded their quarterback <laughs> and they moved up around. That was that was some gold. Wild. But, uh, I think Matt Ryan does have a pretty, I think he has a big year and your play action point was exactly what I was thinking Greeks like play action with Mike Davis and Corderell Patterson is not nearly <laughs> as effective as play action with Jonathan Taylor. So I think that's oh, yeah. going to open up Pittman a lot. I think that's going to open up other guys. Their their second, third receivers, Mo Alley Cox. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm on board with this offense this year for sure. And to just to go off your idea about uh, Pittman, you know, he uh, Pittman obviously has to be better than McLaurin then since they just switched quarterbacks, you know, <laughs> with the Wentz being with McLaurin, he's definitely going to suck if Pittman sucked with him. I'm yeah, I agree. With, I agree with that. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily, I but, I, but I do think no, that like the McLaurin's there. talent's better, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, yes. QB. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so right, I'll Ryan, go into you got, buddy. Uh, I'll go into this last guy here, Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines is always an interesting fantasy option. Uh, always somebody that's, that tends to be drafted uh, late in drafts and ends up being inserted into lineups for four or five weeks throughout the season. Frank Wright, the coach of the Colts, says everybody's got to draft him this year. Uh, he's gonna. He says his usage, usage is going to be up. Taylor's usage is going to be down a little bit, or Taylor's snap percentage, I should say, is going to be down a little bit. His usage will probably be about the same. Uh, ADP right now is running back 46 finished as 48 last year. I'll get straight to the point here. Um, where he is, where his ADP is right now at 128. that lines up about round 10, mid, mid to late round 10 slim pickings at running back at this point. So the next three guys on the board, Damian Pierce, 139, Mostert, 146, Khalil Herbert, 152, you could make arguments that Pierce and most are at better values, but I'm okay taking Naheem Hines round 10 round 11 as you're running back four, you know, he's going to get some opportunity throughout the season. You know that even if Taylor plays, he's probably still going to catch three, four balls a game. And in PPR formats, he's still going to get some points. Uh, Taylor goes down. He's the number one. Naheem Hines is a good value pick around that point, mid round 10. 11. If you can get them later than that, then that's really, really good value. And you don't even have to hesitate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. He's always a waiver wire pickup at some point during the season. So get out True. Ahead of it. Yes. You're better to save that fab for somebody else and just spend that double digit round pick on him. I like it. Regan. Yeah. To me, it's just strictly a stash. Stash play, grab him now when you can get him so low. You're not fighting enough free agency later on and so on. And, you know, maybe he pans out for you. This is one of those guys where the ceiling could be really high, but you just don't know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. At some point in the get season. Involved, so. Yes. At some point in the season, he will be involved more. Oh, yeah. All right. I like it. Tennessee Titans, 12 and 5, first in the AFC South. Somehow, some way, they pulled it through. Uh, so they grabbed uh, Traylon Burks, the wide receiver, and Hassan Haskins, and Malik Willis as their backup QB, who is not competing for the starting job. So uh, don't draft him in your two QB leagues <laughs> if you are looking for a possible starter. Uh, wide receiver Robert Woods and tight end Austin Hoopa. Who turns out to be Tannehill's favorite target. But speaking of House Tannister, uh, he always pays his debts. And I am sorry. I was high on him last year uh, because of the year before. And he really let us down. So he will be better this year, right? With Robert Woods coming off his season-ending injury. A rookie wide receiver who can't finish a practice. And a running back that will take all the touchdowns from him. And Derrick Henry. But hey, he's a QB that gets you 20 plus points per game. If you want that consistent quarterback, you go with Tannehill in the later rounds, 12th round. Go ahead and if you wait that long, go ahead and take him. Unless you want to take Jameis Winston, Regan, would you rather that? A lot more upside. Oh, okay. How about Jared Goff, Ryan? Ooh, Jared Goff or Ryan uh, Tannehill? Gonna be- 
This should be a hard pass for me, bro. <laughs> yeah, I would have done that as well. I'm going to change your guys' mind when we talk about the Lions. Spoiler <laughs> Or tease, rather. Uh, so. Also a guy I grabbed in Dynasty. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good job. I'm proud of you. Yeah. So, yeah, I like a QB that's going to be a contender in the division. So they're going to have to throw. They're going to have to make plays, especially in the two-minute offense, uh, where you get those points. Uh, it could be the garbage time or uh, coming back to win the game and going in overtime like they like to do. So uh, keep that in mind. But I'm hoping Derrick Henry actually stays healthy. I know I'm saying he robs the touchdowns, but when he went out and A.J. Brown finally came back with Julio Jones and they were actually kind of healthy, Tannehill did look better. So I'm hoping uh, with Derrick Henry and semi-reinforcements at wide receiver, the play action will work and he won't be stuck at throwing only 21 touchdowns. Uh, that really hurt him last year. Uh, he needs to be closer to 30 touchdowns on the season. So I'd rather not draft him. I think I'm with you, Regan. Take a shot on Jameis Winston, maybe. But then again, you look at his weapons, and it's not that great either. <laughs> not for six uh, weeks. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so I'd rather not draft him, but uh, definitely keep a night's watch on him. Good, good advice. Good tip. Wow. He snuck that in there and I was like, why is Ryan smiling? Oh, <laughs> I like uh, get, get the drop. Anyway, thoughts on Ryan Tannehill or just move on. No, I, I, I think we can, I think we can move on. I'll just say that. I think the, that we just talked about how important play action will be to Matt Ryan. That is, that is mm-hmm. definitely the case for Ryan Tannehill. Um, so if Derrick Henry stays healthy, you'll probably see more production for sure, like you're saying. Mm. All right, so we'll keep this dead horse moving. Uh, <laughs> Robert Woods, guys, is up next. Uh, I want to be uh, more positive about this guy, but he's 30, coming off a torn ACL, season-ending injury. Uh, he was wide receiver Ace. 17. <laughs> he was wide receiver 17 uh, before going down with the injury, which is really rough. That being said, this Tennessee offense is nothing like the pass happy Rams. So mm-hmm. I do not see him being anything of sorts of a wide receiver 17. His ADP is wide receiver 52, 120. He's going around week, uh, round 10, round 11. I, I'm not even I'm not even trying to grab him at that point. I feel like um, obviously Derrick Henry really is going to have the bulk of the carries, the bulk of the ball touches uh, for this offense. So I'm Ooh. really expecting a lot of a lot of boomer bust games. You're gonna have just a random game that he's gonna have like two deep passes because Derrick Henry's been killing this team, and they just you know. They go soft in the secondary, and he breaks one off or something like that. But it, it it's going to be way too inconsistent for me to even want to deal with this, uh, especially with this offense in general. Uh, that's uh, that's really it, guys. I'm uh, what I'm telling you guys is to stay away. You, you know, you could take a shot. I definitely wouldn't mind taking a shot, like around. T- t- 14, 15, if you can get him as like, you know, your sixth wide receiver and just stash him, see what happens. But we don't know how he's going to be coming off the ACL. He's 30 years old. He's coming to an offense that doesn't throw the ball for shit. Uh, I'm all set. Everything is leading. All signs point to a no-go. He's looking good, though. He's looking good. All reports. Okay. (laughs) All right. Would you you otherwise? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the bet. I think over Traylon Burks, who can't stay on the okay. field. But uh, would you take Traylon Burks instead? Oh. I, you know what? I wouldn't just because of the fact that it's a um, a veteran QB. Mm-hmm. I feel like he'll just stick with the, you know, instead of going to a rough rookie that can't run his routes right and stay on the field, he's going to go to the Robert Woods that knows how to run an out route. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the right way. It's just what's going to happen. And we know Ryan Tanhill doesn't like rookies. Apparently, he's not there to mentor him. Uh, what about Christian Kirk? We <laughs> talked about him earlier. 
Would you uh, rather yeah. Christian Kirk? Oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Uh, Christian Kirk's a little couple spots after. 47 uh, I have Christian Kirk and Woods yeah. at 52. So five spots. Wow. Alrighty. Yeah, I think I think Christian I think they're comparable and I think Christian Kirk over Robert mm-hmm. Woods. I would feel I would feel more comfortable doing that. I think All you're right. just gonna have a little bit more consistency, Mac. I think Woods at the end of the year he might finish better, maybe, but I think you're gonna have mm-hmm. more consistent play throughout the season with Kirk. Hmm. I got a feeling our rankings are gonna be crazy this year. Yeah, I was gonna say. Interesting. I Could don't be. think I agree, but uh Ryan. Who do you got? Last guy for tonight. Austin Hooper. So this is a name that really you haven't mentioned in fantasy, it seems, for the last two years. <laughs> like you want to mention him. You want him to be good. You want him to return to form from 2019. But he's just going to do it in Cleveland. And this is another unknown situation. We don't know what this is going to look like. Like Max said, it, early reports are that him and Tannehill have a really good connection. Uh, David Njoko did take a lot of – volume away from Austin Hooper last year. So Hooper mm. had 61 targets and Joku had 53. Uh, this year's only competition, Jeff Swain, who had 40 targets last year. So I, I do think that that Hooper has um, the right situation to get maybe not return to his 2018 and 19 form, but maybe to get back in that tight end one conversation, 10, 11, 12, somewhere around there. Uh I mean, if you're looking at where he's going right now, round 14, round 15. So you got Chuba Hubbard, Alec (laughs) Pierce, Mark Ingram. If you're already set at running back and wide receiver, you maybe, maybe you don't have a kicker uh, or a defense (laughs) in your league. Or your third running or your third QB. If you do have the kicker and defense position, you might take this over Austin Hooper. But I'm saying maybe you don't. Maybe don't. Maybe he's worth being drafted this year. Maybe he's he's worth taking a flyer on. Because I do – you just don't know how much of that was Baker Mayfield, the offense, Cleveland, whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. He he could – I mean, tight ends is such a – it's such a wild card position. He could be a top ten tight end. Uh, Yeah. Maybe a little – Delaney Walker uh, dependency or production rather uh, if Tannehill is dependent on him like that. I, I can see it happening because all you got is Robert Woods and Traylon Burks. That's it. So uh, I don't mind taking a late flyer on him. Can I ask you then real real quick mm -hmm. before we move on, would you, I know we talked about Ingram before we talked Mm -hmm. about the guys around him. So Hooper or Ingram? Uh, Probably Hooper. Hooper. Hooper or Higby? Dick. Uh, if See, if I'm waiting this long for a tight end anyway, I hate myself, but I'll probably take the chance with Hooper. Yeah, I'm going to go Higby. Because Hooper doesn't okay. have to compete with Cup. <laughs> and you're also saying, Mac, maybe pass on Higby and take Hooper maybe a round or two later. If I'm going that late, I'm not taking Higby ever again after last year. <laughs> Wasn't his All fault. Right. It wasn't his fault. It was Sean McVay's fault. Anyway, I think there's some interesting tight ends late in the in this year yeah. for sure. Yep. Yep. Tight ends to go around. All tight right, guys. What was that, Regan? Not tight. Tight ends are tough to draft. It's absurd every yeah. single year. It's it's, depressing. it's it's terrible. It's not a deep class, so or deep position rather. Uh, all right, let's uh, rank this division, guys. Regan, we'll start with you. Uh, Indy at first, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Houston. Ah, I have the same. Look at that, Ryan. How about you? I have Tennessee. Re- I have Tennessee repeating. Tennessee, mm. Indy, Jacksonville, jumping Houston. I think we all agree with that, and uh, that's it. All right. Does Tennessee get the number one seed though? I think if they if they can top Indy in the standings, they are probably in that one seed conversation. Mm. That would make sense math wise. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I mean the AFC Regan. 
<laughs> <Again. laughs> like, uh, who invited this kid? Uh, I went easy on you guys today. I'm tired. Mm. Uh, I think we are too. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> My soundboard's a bit delayed. I apologize. <laughs> we'll edit that out later. Uh, thank you, everyone, all you takers out there for listening. Go ahead and leave a review. Be much appreciated. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just tip a fancy football podcast. Leave a like. Leave a comment. Let us know on players if you agree, disagree. Some guy that you think we missed, a deep sleeper in this division. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. So let us know. Just a tip, FFP. All right. You guys got anything for the leftovers? Nada. Huh? No, I'm I'm ta- I'm tapped out. It's uh past ten o'clock. I'm I'm a couple of shots into some Jameson and uh I'm ready for a nap, I think. Or just bed. <laughs> All right. Oh well, fine. I'll go. Uh what show did fourth, you watch? Fourth no, no, it's a podcast actually. Uh, oh fourth of July what? coming up. So been listening to some <clears throat> history podcasts. So Key Battles of the Revolutionary War, hosted by James Early and Scott Rank, uh, historians. So pretty interesting stuff if you're into that sort of thing. Only like four or five episodes in, but pretty interesting stuff. You learn something, Regan. Try it sometime. (laughs) Ain't putting anything else in this head. I'll tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) Because it just falls out. Just doesn't go in. <laughs> Never made it oh in. man, <laughs> I started the music. So, sometimes that happens with me and Max Mom. I was just saying, that's what she said. Uh, yeah. Come on, guys, it's setting you guys up. Volley. I was trying to do the sound drop, but I already have the music playing. Sorry, can't bro. do it. I can't multitask like that. Oh, hey, opposite of Ryan, I have live birds on my desk and a new planter. Didn't kill him. <laughs> Letting him be. Let them let them live their life. I gotta call somebody to take them out. Be free, baby. They're not in your house. They're on my deck. They're shitting everywhere. They're not in your house. They were in my house. Uh, yeah, buy carpenter bees. I got them out real fast. <laughs> carpenter bees. Wild dude. But they pollinate the wood. Oh yeah, just like I pollinate your mom. <laughs> Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.